Autism, Part 2. Hello and welcome to the Ignite Youth Podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC Church, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. You have found, as I mentioned, the Youth Edition. So my name is Julie Adams. I'm here with Pastor Wes Hillis. Welcome, Pastor Wes. Hi. Glad to be back yeah. for uh, part Another two. Week. Yeah. Baptism. Yeah. So last week we talked about baptism. Yeah, yeah. We talked about uh, baptism with Jesus actually getting baptized. Yeah. Um, kind of who John the Baptist was and kind of his role in that and how he kind of was preparing the way. And then Jesus kind of showed up and he was like, John, I need you to baptize me. And John was like, but you're what? greater than I am. I can't do that. And then they had a dialogue and it's like, it must be done. And John's like, fine. And Jesus gets baptized and we see, you know, the clouds open up and this light appears on Jesus and the, the spirit dove of God yeah. like lands on him like a dove. And you hear a voice from heaven, you know, say like, this is my son who I love mm-hmm. and I'm proud of him and I'm pleased with him. And like all this amazing things happen. And I, I just think of John the Baptist who was just like, I don't want to do this. You're meant <laughs> to be the other way. And then he's just like, sees all this happen. He's like, ah, I see now. Yep. And um, yeah, no, it's a, it's a really amazing, amazing piece that we see in scripture and a really beautiful baptism that we see. But then we don't really talk about this with baptism is what happens right after Jesus' baptism. Yeah. We don't usually associate the two together, but Jesus is actually led by the spirit into the wilderness. Mm-hmm. He's actually taken away, led by the spirit and goes there. And what you see is um, in Matthew chapter four, verse one through 11, this is what it says. It says, then Jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting for 40 days, and 40 nights, he was hungry. I Temp- yeah, right? <laughs> I can last like maybe in a few hours. Um, <laughs> the tempter came to him and said, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. And Jesus answered, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to a holy city and had him stand at the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down for it is written. He will command his angels concerning you and they will lift you up in their hands. So you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him. It is also written, do not put your Lord God to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms in the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you bow down and worship me. And Jesus said to him, away from you, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him, and angels came and attended to him. So, let's start from the beginning of that. You know, Jesus is goes into the wilderness, and um, he goes there, and he experiences this, and it's just like this is a crazy thing. I'm like yeah. fasting for forty days and forty nights. I know. No, f- and it says in scripture he is hungry. He yeah. was hungry, and of course, after those four days, after those four nights, that's when. The devil comes. That's when he knows the human side of Jesus is at his weakest point. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It, it doesn't feel good to uh, to be hungry. No, it feels it, awful to be hungry. Yeah, you it's feel weak. You feel shaky. You feel maybe a little hangry. dizzy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, we asked you when we did this series. Like, who has been, like, hangry after, like, an hour? And most of them raised their hand. Now, imagine 40 is 40 nights. And they're like, yeah. can't do it. What did we used to do? Like, when I was a teenager, it was a big thing to... Um, it was an intentional fast, but it was in support of, um, like, world hunger. What's it? What was it called? Oh, there is something people do that still. It's through World Vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember what it is. We were just at a conference, and they mentioned it. 
30 yeah. hour famine 30 yeah. hour famine 30 hour that's famine that's what it is yeah people still do that today they are yeah. um and it's a really cool and amazing thing to kind of connect um but yeah you know 40 days and 40 nights yep no i've done the 30 hour famine and you know i've been late to a meal occasionally and yeah it's it's, it's uncomfortable it's, uh, uncomfortable yeah. yeah absolutely and you see here jesus is weak and it says he's hungry like he's weak yeah and that, and we have to understand, like, yes, Jesus is 100% God. Yes. He's also 100% human. And that's human side would have been failing at this time. It would have been like, dude, please give me something. Like, yeah. I need something. I need to eat. We need to, like, we need to be able to do this. And, of course, this is when the devil shows up. Yeah. This is when the enemy comes and starts tempting him and starts messing with him and starts going at him. Kicks you while you're down. Yeah. And he says the first one, you know, hits him where it hurts. Where right yeah. now he is hungry. He's going to hit him with hunger. Yeah. You know, if you're so good, if you're so this, turn these to bread. And Jesus says, no. Jesus says, no, no, I'm not going to do this. And then the devil's like, all right, all right. Nothing. Stands at the top of the highest temple mm-hmm. and says, you know, throw yourself. If you're a son of God, you know, if you are who you say you are, throw yourself down. You know, it's written that, you know, God will command that his angels come and, yeah. you know, we won't strike your foot against the stone. Jesus says, no, again, like I ain't doing this. And then the third one. He says, takes him to the, to this place. I don't even know how to describe it, but takes him to this place where he can see all the kingdoms of the world, all their riches and everything. Mm-hmm. He says, you will have all of this if you bow down and worship me. And Jesus says, no, get away from me, Satan. And mm-hmm. then Satan leaves. So there's a few things we're going to work through in that. Yeah, I've got some questions. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I just want to start with this. No matter what, none of us could do what Jesus did here. No. We're human, and we would break. I'm pretty <laughs> sure on that first one when it comes yeah. to bread. Yeah, all right, I'll see you. We're eating the bread. But, like, we, most of us would do this. Yeah. I'm sure 99.9% of us do this. And the thing is, it's our human nature that we suffer and we do these things. But the thing is, Jesus understands our human nature, understands yes. our suffering. He went through the temptation. Even though he feels that temptation, he still says no, and he still chooses faith, still chooses to honor God. Yeah. And it's really amazing. Even in this baptism, like when we when we talk about baptism, it is this expression of faith where you're going out into the world and this community, expressing and putting it out there, like this is who I believe in. This is my faith. This is it's a public thing, a baptism. Yeah. It very much is. And it's kind of it's throwing that right in the face of the enemy. See, Jesus but something I think is hard to sometimes realize for people, especially young Christians is um when we think of the enemy the devil it's not close by no we think some far away down whatever hell whatever yeah, right with a pitchfork and yeah no he's right beside you yeah Ugh. that uh, right i don't like that no but he's <laughs> he's right there most of the time yeah. he's, he's whispering into us you know let's give into this give into that do this yep. do that but jesus jesus staying right with him and being like no not not happening and confidently saying that, being like, uh, no, he's confident in his words. Yeah. He's saying, no. The thing is, the fact is, as Christians, we have this incredible thing where Jesus, the Holy Spirit, is inside all of us. So that means we actually can say no as well. Yeah. Like we actually can say no and say with confidence, like, no, you, yes. you don't have power here. Yeah. Like, you got nothing. We, when we were in our small group, someone uh we were going through the passage again and they someone brought this up he said well jesus told you know him to satan get away from me satan and he left mm-hmm. can we actually do that and it's like yeah, yeah we actually can we actually sure tell we 
the enemy to leave because yeah. we have that power with us that god actually gives us that power to have over him another thing is jesus doesn't even use his 100 percent godness in this moment hmm. he uses scripture yeah oh that's interesting he uses scripture because he knows that scripture you know this in our world today we say it's an old book doesn't really have meaning doesn't really have yeah he uses this scripture which is powerful there's living it's breathed from god yes. and he uses it and it's like the fact that Jesus used that it has power over the enemy. Mm-hmm. That Our is a Bibles great have power over the enemy. That's a fantastic example, especially when sometimes you feel powerless in temptation. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know about you, but like I can identify with this, and you know, just wanting to yield to a temptation, especially like a simple one like that. Like everyone needs to yeah, eat. Who among eat. us would fault him for eating bread before yeah. the forty days was over? Yeah. I don't know about you, but Absolutely. I'd be like to 38 awesome good yeah. for you that's <laughs> awesome right here's but yeah. your slice of bread <laughs> but no like scripture has this power jesus has yeah. this power jesus has given us this power god has given us this power to actually say no to the enemy yeah so even in our darkness when being tempted we can we can actually relate to jesus and be like we can say no mm-hmm. and for most of us um we actually can really relate to jesus in these moments mm-hmm. when jesus was baptized and he left he goes into this low like he's fasting for 40 days 40 nights being tempted like he's weak he just had this high spiritual experience now he's weak how does ah. that work but for us in our world today retreats baptism yeah. we actually have a thing called post retreat lows yeah because you come from this such high godly people all around you yeah. and then you go into the world and you're like the world sucks why yeah and you feel it <laughs> i felt it before in yeah. retreats and i know you feel it today but what's something really amazing, God already knows those experiences, already has felt that. And knowing that since he has felt that, he understands us and we can mm-hmm. actually get through that with him. There's a there's a, a, something I like. Someone said, I can never remember who said it. But they said, make the devil lose sleep on you. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That is amazing because what it's saying is we have the power to actually make the devil lose sleep on us. Yeah, to we tremble. The, to yeah. tremble in our... In, because we have Jesus as our back. Yeah. As our cornerstone, he is there. Yeah. And we can do this where we can say no to the temptations. And we can say no just to all the things we may feel. And the, the best thing is, a lot of us say that, you know, all these temptations, they come internally. They come internally, internally. I would, I, I'd much rather say those temptations are whispers that we hear from the world, from the, from the enemy. He's not mm-hmm. inside us because the Holy no. Spirit is inside us. So rather to know that the Holy Spirit is inside us, we can say no to those temptations, say no to that outside voice that's coming in, knowing that God is with us. Yeah. Knowing that God is not far away, but God is with us, and the enemy is not within us, but is outside of us. Yeah. And I think that's really incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's awesome. Yeah, you said you had some questions? Oh, yeah. So um, what if someone doesn't choose to be baptized? What if they, you know, Hmm. they don't ever feel called? To be baptized? Yeah. Is that a criteria for anything? Uh, Are they still going to heaven? Are they? Yeah, I think in many traditions, people, some traditions say, you know, you need to be baptized to go to heaven. Yeah. I think what really comes down to, and this is my personal objection, is I think what baptism is important. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's a statement of faith and it's a statement in your community and to God that you want to take your faith more seriously and you're devoting your life. But I think also well, there's different ways people can do it. Baptism may be what's going on in your heart and 
it may be that you're choosing God constantly. You may never be baptized, but you're still choosing God constantly over and over and over again. In our tradition, the Anabaptist tradition our church holds to is a believer's baptism. Mm-hmm. There's been plenty of people throughout the world who have never had a believer's baptism, but I per, probably in heaven, yeah. even they may have got, you know, the Dutch sprinkle, um, <laughs> which is, you know, infant baptism, yep. or maybe never been baptized. Yeah. But who knows? And that's not up to us to kind of decide either. Yeah. That's God out there being like, people are going to come to heaven in different ways than we can understand. And yeah. do I think it's criteria? I don't know. Cause I think that's putting a box in things and I don't like to put yeah. things in boxes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was my main question. I just thought yeah. people would be interested to, uh, I mean, I would tend to agree with you yeah. on that. So yeah. yeah. I just want to finish with this and yeah. something that I think is hard. Cause we're, we're talking about baptism because I think baptism is important. Yeah. I think it's something that is a beautiful thing to show the world. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm taking serious. This is, this is where we're going. And one of the things is it's saying it right in the face of the enemy. Yeah. Like right in the face of the enemy. And that's an amazing thing to have power over the enemy. Mm-hmm. So if you're wondering about baptism or confused about baptism or what it means, or just reach out because we can talk about it more and yeah. do all these things. But um, yeah, this is more of a shorter episode. Um, yeah. Not but, really, actually. Oh, all right. <laughs> I'm not, I can't keep Tricked track of time. <laughs> But yeah, I just want I just want to reemphasize that point of make the enemy lose sleep. Yeah, because we have the power to be able to do that. Jesus gives us the mm. power. The Holy Spirit is inside us to do this. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Thank you, Pastor Wes. That was a good conversation. If um, if you'd like to know more about baptism, if you have questions, or if you want to chat with Pastor Wes, you can reach him at Wes at waynefleetbic.com or any of our pastoral staff would be happy to chat with you about um, about any questions you could have. And my email address is julie at waynefleetbic.com. So thank you very much for tuning in today and we look forward to connecting with you next week. Have a great week. Bye.